Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? I don't know! What is it? What's wrong, sister? And you're doing it for nothing! Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey! Oh! No, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! I'm out of my eyes! authenticity but I'm nowhere Edward I need your help I have a daughter she has been missing for two weeks now I fear she is endangered so now I turn to you welcome my little girl is still here if she's here I'll find her Rowan you know her? I don't recognize this child. Be careful and believe nothing that you see or hear. If she existed, we would know of her. Whose desk is this, hmm? Ruin! How'd she die? She'll burn to death. What'd you just say? She burned to death. Hey. We're all preparing. For what? Celebration? Oh, yes. Something bad is about to happen. I can feel it. And let us begin. Summer's Isle! Oh, God. Oh, my God! The Wicker Man's, the Wicker Man's return. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
Whoa, dude, dude, no! Oh. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Yes. yes, yes. Scott left his mic on for there for a second. If Shut up. If, if you're quick, you can catch it. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's okay. It's no big deal. Big meanie. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic episode one, um, one two. One, uh, 120. 125. You're going to be dangling there. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a picture here. Oh, that's why. There we go. That's better. That's better. That's much better. Much better. Here we so, go. So, uh, 125, and we're talking about The Wicker Man. Yes, the Nicolas right, now... Cage film, The Wicker Man, from 2006. Not to be confused with the one from 1973. Well, uh, you, you technically you could be the, confused with the one from 73 because it's a remake. So. Yes. Well, I'm telling so people I, I not could to understand be confused. confusing the two. Yes. Now. Like 73 year I was born, so that film's as old as me, and I I feel old because it is an old film. So. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I don't feel bad. Real quick, I don't feel. I don't feel. Okay, go ahead. I just wanted to just to preface since we've been gone for a week or two, uh, as far as the Wicker Man is. This was my this was my challenge to you. Yes. Because you had challenged Roseberry's Baby to me, in response to my uh, challenging you with, um, the House of the Devil. Mm-hmm. And we have a, we have a theme of uh, witchery, witchcraftery, uh, taking place. And so this is the newest installment of our uh, there's um, cults luring people to uh, bad endings, bad movies. Yes. Now what I was gonna and, and this would have been I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, I was gonna say this this would have been a great uh, uh, opportunity to do our remake challenges where we we watch the original and the remake. But uh, uh, The Wicker Man's a tough pill to swallow on its own, and neither of us had the time to go back and watch the original Wicker Man, or Patience, I would say, at this point. Uh, so we, we'll, we'll mention the original Wicker Man in some instances. I will, because I probably I watched a little bit of it, uh, re-watched a little bit in preparation, but for the most part, we're just sticking to the 2006. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say is, and it just seems kind of just silly to even mention it at this point. What? At the beginning of the show, I played that clip, which has been making the rounds around the internet for years, uh, mm -hmm. and it's Nicolas Cage watching The Wicker Man. And what they do is they take scenes of him watching the 8mm reel in the film 8mm, and they splice in scenes from The Wicker Man. And it's actually, as far as the quality, it's pretty shitty, but as far as the execution, it's done really well, and it's, it's funny. But mm -hmm. it moved from that to the movie trailer... And I play well, and, and and what they had in the original uh, Nicolas Cage watching The Wicker Man, they show scenes from the ending of the film, and I was oh, like, yeah. oh, and I didn't realize that, and I was like, oh crap, I didn't want to do that. But then I showed the trailer, which does the exact same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the fucking trailer probably showed just as many scenes from the ending as the fucking. Uh, the uh, the little movie put together by some you know some fan edit, so. Uh, but anyway, um, do you want to give the the main plot of this, or do you want me to do that? 
I want to start off by saying that the movie poster is got to be one of the worst movie posters I've ever seen in my life. Can you can you bring that up on the screen? It's on sure. IMDb as the main yes. poster. Uh, basically, I mean, they always have the posters with uh, for horror films. Two common things is oh, you know, do the close base or eyes in fear, and creepy little girls. Obviously, creepy little girls are scary. So right. the movie poster for those not watching and viewing on the screen is a creepy little girl with glowing eyes, which doesn't happen anywhere in the film, and Nicholas Cage's uh, uh, his eyes aren't frightened as much as they look weary, and his face is superimposed with these underneath it. But it, but it, when you squint and look at it from a distance, what they basically did is made the entire poster Nicholas Cage's head, and the little girl is his nose. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right there. It, it's it's got to be the worst. Somebody yeah. just really just threw this together. Uh, I've you know even cliche movie posters at least look like there was some thought into them. Mm -hmm. You know the the three quarter face views, flo heads floating, that kind of thing. This is just uh, it's just all right. Yeah, put the girl between his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what? And make sure there's some bees in there somewhere because one of, uh, one of the, one of the even, worst. Even a, even a shitty tagline, some sacrifices must be made. Yeah. Yeah. One of, one of the worst movie posters, and it's also a horror film, is uh, the movie poster for Silent Hill, where they Photoshop out the mouth of the girl on the poster. But what they fail to do is Photoshop it out in such a way that you actually don't... You're not supposed to see the Photoshop lines. Like, you actually right. see where the work was done to this poster. It's like, it should look perfect, uniform. But again, when you, when you look at it, it's just it's just laziness, like and, and again, which I believe is where you were going with this poster. Well, laziness and just, well, it, it's, uh, again, it misrepresents a lot of stuff. Like, the glowing girl, eye girls, is, that's not even in the film. And, like, with, with the Silent Hill you, thing you mentioned, it, it's not even true to the movie because there's no scene or anything with a girl with no mouth it's just someone said like oh uh silent yeah uh, remove her mouth that's creepy <laughs> can't can we put like the triangle head guy in it no no just just put a mouth with no you know a girl with no it's just uh it, it, it and that's a good film too i like the silent film silent i did hill film. yes that was a, so it's it's uh but this yeah, is just there's a silent just hill one everyone that's watching you can absolutely see where that's photoshopped it's so piss poor so bad like the, the the skin tone is like different where they photoshopped it out where they use like a blur line and the rest of the picture of her face now now uh we have to give a spoiler alert for this because we we're do. ruining the ending I um i thought we but, did that already well what do you mean with the trailer yeah i mean more so i mean we're, you know things that are supposed to be surprises in the film we're going to discuss Okay. Uh, and this is because it's a horrible film, and you're, you'll hate the surprises anyway because they don't make sense. So bear with us. Uh, trust. You know, if you haven't seen the film, just listen anyway. Don't get. Don't worry about it. You're not not losing out on anything. Um. Yeah. Uh, if you want to give the dis uh, description, I'll fill in the holes. Sure. The simple description is Nicholas Cage is is a cop who seems to be leading. Rider. Yeah, he seems to be leading a normal, happy life until he comes across a car with a with a woman and her daughter. And what happens is the car uh, ends up 
they end up dying, or so he thinks. And during his traumatic experience where he's getting better, he gets a letter from an ex, an ex-girlfriend, who says, my daughter is missing, can you come to this island, help me look for her. And he ends up there. And then when he gets there, the island is pretty much run by all the women that are there, and all the men, as you you know, start to see throughout the film, are like subservient. They, they're beneath the women. So already, already, it's, it's just too ridiculous. Right. And, uh, you know, <laughs> the picture just moves on with him trying to find out, uh, you know, this where this girl is and if she's alive or dead and whatnot until it leads to the climax or the end of the film. I wouldn't call now, it a climax. <laughs> one thing I, I noticed, and it's just something I noticed, when he pulls over the car that has the, the woman and the daughter, Mm-hmm. And the daughter, she's like what, twelve? I don't, I can't tell. Yeah, maybe ten. Could they have gotten a sluttier twelve-year-old? No. <laughs> when no. she tells him that she's bored, all I'm thinking of, she's hitting on him. <laughs> I was bored, <laughs> and she throws her doll into the street. Go get it. <laughs> they were expecting Humbert Humbert. I don't know what. Uh... I, I don't know, man. I mean, Lolita. this twelve-year-old is like, I was bored. It's like, okay. Well, uh, Florida. We we. I don't want to lead off with the, my main, like the big ending complaint from the beginning. Okay. So, uh, the, here, the basic plot is that he's lured to this island. Yes. And then they they fuck fuck with fuck with him, and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, trying to figure out where to begin with this because there, there's uh, my criticism on it compared to the original film is just as far as basic tone uh, obviously uh, I, I'm going to defend parts of the movie okay there's a certain aspect of the film I always defend Nicolas Cage's performances in majority of his films uh, I think he's a great actor I think he likes to do things differently and I think sometimes uh, maybe they don't work that work the way it was supposed to but I do give him credit for trying to put more into the character uh, than was there on the page. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna, I defend him on that. And, uh, I mean, we could go through the film. I mean, he, you meet him as a, as a, as a motor, uh, patro- uh, motorcycle cop. And he's looking for... He's, he's And when you first meet him, he's looking through this book rack, and he finds this, like, uh, motivational set called Everything's Okay. Yes. Right? Then, while he's on the road, he picks the doll up that was thrown out of the car, pulls it over. It's a mother and a precocious child. And then, while he's talking to them, uh, a truck hits the car. It bursts into flames. He tries to save the girl from the car, but the car explodes and throws him back. And, apparently, uh, they never found the bodies, but they just assumed they were dead. Sure. That happens all the time. And this raises no concerns to anybody in the police force, apparently. Well, didn't I mean, they also say that the car was stolen? It wasn't even registered to anybody. So that not yeah, only do they they not care about yeah, there was two people in there, but they almost kind of think he's going crazy, or well, he's going it's like, are you sure you saw what you saw? I don't know. They, I, they never questioned him about sure what he saw. What he saw. Uh, I mean, from the two police officers he talks to during the time, he's going through depression because he didn't save the girl and the mother. And when he talks to this one friend in the police force, the guy says. Uh, 
Well, I, uh, you know, uh, the car wasn't registered to anybody, and we never found the bodies. It's like, they still haven't found them? No. It says, all right, so that's suspicious enough as it is. No one seems to be acting on the, this is fucking odd. Yeah. Uh, no bodies in the car, and you, you, you really, you're going to find something remains in a, even a, in a burned car. Uh, but no, they just act, it, it raises no, these are like the worst police department in the world, worst cops in the world. Don't think about it. Well, Nicholas uh, Cage then, is one of the worst cops ever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we yes, can get to yeah. that. I mean, he's just, when there are things that are revealed, like these surprises, I'm like, you didn't see that coming? You're a shitty cop. <laughs> well, we'll take it once. Here's the next the next part of the shitty cop thing. They get these letters. He he gets the, in his letters uh, of like uh, you know condolences, get well soon, that kind of thing. He right. gets one from his ex girlfriend that says, "I need you to come here. My daughter's in trouble." So all right, she's on an island. She I got a letter from her with no stamp on it, which means someone slipped it in there. Uh, and this island apparently is is a. Uh, private Secret. commune that yeah. that you that you have to get permission for uh and he's going to the like the websites like health food store websites that this place sells honey to health food stores so they have shipping you know they're they're, they're actually <laughs> making a product and sending it out and he's like uh they don't have any phones there i couldn't get a hold of anybody so, all right mr uh, mr detective let me think uh somebody shipping vast quantities of uh perishable goods to stores from their, where they're mating making them on the island i'm thinking you could find out how they communicate but like uh, like the orders per se yeah how about calling up the fucking food suppliers is this, uh, yeah how, how do you call them and say you want 20 cases maybe i could do that no <laughs> he says well there's no phones so i'm just gonna go there unannounced good call good call i like that that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, hitches that's, a, he hitches a ride with uh, one of the the, the the carriers yeah D- doesn't even like call ahead to make sure he just like shows up said hey can i get a ride and the guy's like no <laughs> now, now parts they, of the they don't they don't like surprise visitors. Like he tells them right there, they don't like that. He's like, yeah, it's okay. I'm a cop, and he proceeds to tell everyone throughout the entire film over and over and over that he's a cop. Now, <laughs> you will go to jail. Yeah. Now, now in in the original film, there was a bit. There was a the major point to the police officer in that film. Uh, that film opened up, and we haven't gotten too much into the whole uh, commune yet thing, but. When that film opens up, the first time you meet him is he's, he's at the island. He flew his own plane there, and he's a very formal, rigid official, you know, British British police officer. Right. And he's in this on this island that's like filled with like uh, pagan hippies. And the and, and the original film opens up with this police officer actually uh, speaking at the pulpit or what have you at a church uh, and talking about communion, about the blood of the Christ and the body of Christ and blood of Christ. So you're setting up the whole idea of this Christian religion uh, and their weird symbolic rituals uh, involving cannibalism and such. And then you throw him in contrast with this uh, pagan uh, community, which you, know, which you eventually figure out in the original pagan community. And you, you draw this st- strict line between this uh, very uh, dogmatic religion, and that's portrayed by his police ability too he doesn't talk to anybody like they're equals he's always i'm better than you i'm you know i'm one up than you i am the law i decide what happens and of course uh he's in a community where he doesn't they don't respect him they don't come from the same background i like the fact uh so so that doesn't work in this film because he, he nicholas cage is still pulling the whole i'm a cop i'm a cop thing but 
he's there's nothing to compare it to as far as culturally. Instead of putting him uh, putting him as a strict religious uh, upstanding citizen against a pagan community, they just throw him this idiot uh, and throw him into a uh, matriarchal community where women are where all are all um, are all in control Man. and power, and also apparently all complete bitches. <laughs> and that and and. And that's where, and I wanted to say, I, like, I will, I will, I love the fact, I love the lines, Nicholas Cage's lines in the film, because they do speak to the character as being, st- like you said, a stupid cop. When he walks up to the plane, the, the guy in the plane, first thing he says is, "Ahoy!" <laughs> and he's like, "What's that mean?" He's like, "I don't know. I don't, don't know what to say." He's like, "You, you, you really, I, you could almost see him like, like trying to hit up." Uh, like hoodlums on the street for nickel bags or dime bags, what have you. So what up, Holmes? Yeah, it's just yeah. You know, no wonder I'm not under. I'm not undercover at all. Yeah, no wonder you're driving a fucking motorcycle. You can't talk to people like the real people. Uh, <laughs> Let, let's be friends. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, that whole dichotomy, uh, and that's like that's the main. That's really where the film starts to fall apart when you realize the people who wrote the screenplay, they didn't want to make any kind of religious challenges. So it's, they took that part out and instead tried to make it matriarchal versus patriarchal, uh, and like man versus woman, etc. War of the sexes, and that's the second thing I'm going to defend. And I'll stop talking in a minute, but for some reason it's, it all came out a roll. No, good. I have. I'm, I'm going to defend <laughs> throughout the film. Uh, again, some of the scenes they showed uh, a lot of a lot of um, hay has been made over the fact that there are several scenes where he uh, punches and mule kicks. And, 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 and assaults women. Yeah, <laughs> I defend that. I, well, they show I they de- show that uh, in that that clip that I played, where mm-hmm. he's watching it, and it's just like when the, when you watch the film and he does it, so you're, you're like, good, good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, but the problem is that the, 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 the screenwriters forced their hand with that because it's almost like they they had to go out of the way to give an excuse for him to actually do that, and. From from a just from a, you know, taking a just taking a step back and looking at the film as a whole, any person in a situation uh, where you're surrounded by a group of people and they become antagonistic, mm-hmm. you're gonna strike out. It's like the film uh, "Come Play with Us," uh, remake of "Who Can Kill a Child." It's like you, you yeah, uh, yeah. The children are attacking and everybody's dying because they don't want to ha- attack a co- child. Eventually, one guy's like, "Fuck it, I'm hitting this kid and <laughs> I'm, I'm crushing this kid's head with my rifle butt and moving on." I, this, this, you know, you you hit a point where okay, you know, r- rules dictate I'm a guy, you're a lady, but uh, fuck you, I, I'm 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 gonna knock out the barkeep. <laughs> but but the, it's so heavy-handed because every now, like in the original film, uh, when he comes to the island, everybody's like friendly. They're like, oh, no, they tell him you can't come here, but they still get out there they're all trying to be friendly the problem is they're they're kind of friendliness is very it's too friendly for his rigid christian upbringing you know everybody's too relaxed too open uh too sexual and that's where it falls apart because he he uh everybody's you know tries to include him in, in some ways but his his christian upbringing prevents him from assimilating or you know appeasing them and and so he basically signs his own doom in this film, right off the bat, the minute he gets in the lo- on the island, every, they're all f- everybody's a fucking bitch. Every well, single that, what? Who are you? 
I remember, and, as a, and I, I would have shot someone in the, in the ten minutes, first ten minutes. Like, yeah, all right, that's it. Someone's going going down. It's, well, and that's and that's the syndrome for a remake. And it just seems. And correct me if I'm wrong. What it what it feels like they do. You're in, wrong. In, a, no. <laughs> in a lot of these instances, is they take the original, and they will either do you know a a, a list of this is what this film. This is what stands out in this film. This is how this film, you know, moves and sounds and acts. What can we do in our remake where we can take some of that or just make it the complete opposite? And this seems like that's one of those instances where you said I, in the original, everyone is so nice where they said, well, let's not do that in the remake. Let's make everyone an asshole. I, I, you know, I would, let's make everyone confrontational. I, I, I. I disagree only to the extent that, on the surface, you could you could definitely say that. So, well, you know, because it is an, an opposite and a sharp contrast. But I, I I don't I don't think personally it happened because they were just playing the opposite game. I think you it think? came more from when, when as soon as they said, okay, we can't we can't do a religion parallel because we kind of uh, we kind of you know you kind of setting up the Christian people to be the bad guys in some ways uh, by putting up that that kind of situation. Uh, so when they when they dropped the religious angle and instead made it uh, a commune of women and and took that route, it, again it became okay. We have to make sure you don't like these women because he's we, he's the hero and he's going to start hitting them. And, and I yeah. and I think <laughs> so. We we need to make sure. And so, and I think that it was too heavy handed. I I think it was just clumsy writing. That's all it is. Is I, Nicolas I mean, Cage going to have to choke a bitch? Now, I, I, this is one of the one of those films where you have to go back and read uh, reviews from other people and see what everybody loved. Uh, and, and one of the lines that doesn't get uh, a lot of credit because the bees, obviously, ah, the bees, the bees. And then you've got the part where uh, he pulls the gun on the woman, step away from the bicycle. <laughs> that's a great one. Uh, but I think one of the best ones that's very underrated is when he's in the classroom. And there's a great scene. And again, this is what people. This is why people criticize the film. I defend the film for scenes like this only if it wasn't so heavy-handed. Like the the, the 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 teacher is so smarmy and antagonistic. Most people want to strangle her. I mean, women too. It's, it's, it's there's just you, you can't have a character that that uh, just evil. In, yeah. in a, it's 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 a. Everybody knows someone like that, and everybody wants to, to stab someone in the throat like that. And, and you, you can't play the hand that strong. But I, I love, you know, you got to love a scene where Nicolas Cage starts off by, "Hi, girls, I'm a police detective," and at the end of it, he's like, "You're all liars. All you're, a little, you. you're all little liars." <laughs> it's like yelling at them, and the stone face, like, "We don't care." We don't care. And I don't. Yeah, find when that he, when he finds the crow in the desk, it's why would you do that? Well, we wanted to see how much it could take. Well, that's like, the best part. When he, when he opens up the desk and, the, and a crow flies out of it, he doesn't, he, he doesn't say, oh, or what? He says, he says what? <laughs> it's the first one. What? Like, like an angry, like, what? <laughs> Why a, would you do this? <laughs> I, and I, I've got to believe that was Nicolas Cage and not scripted. Cause, and that's why I defend Nicolas Cage, because he's the only person, probably the only actor that would, would forgo any other kind of shock and just say, no, no, I'm angry. Why the hell is there a raven? Why is there a crow? Was it a raven or a crow? I think it was a... Aren't they the was same it a crow? Thing? What? I, I thought a raven was a crow. I thought that was they were the same. I don't know. It's I just don't another know. term for crow is raven. Yeah, I'm not an ornithologist. 
that's, that's not what that means. Either. I'm not any kind uh, of ologist. But 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 again, I mean, only he would think that that was a great response. No, I'm angry that there's a burden there. Why is there a burden there? There shouldn't be a burden there. What? <laughs> so God I defend him. You. I defend. You've... I don't. I don't defend him for t- for doing the movie. But you, you um, liars. Oh. And the other one is. Uh, but let me finish that scene. Sure. Uh, uh, I have to. If you want to start tearing apart the film as far as logic goes, here's the one thing I'll yeah, say. We could do that. If you if this is a matriarchal society that does that, all men are subservient, and no one comes to the island, and all the other men in the island are like have their tongues cut out, which they imply but never show. They're all like mute and subservient and humble and don't talk and have no power. They're pretty walked on. These this classroom full of girls. And where the fuck do they get the men then, if if they don't have bo- if, they, if if they're not giving birth to boys because there are no boys running there on the island unless they're hiding them? Where the fuck are the men coming from? But that's a different story. Here, the, if these girls are growing up in a society where men are all subservient and they don't have this kind of situation, Nicolas Cage screaming at you is going to scare you. True. Yeah. There's no. <laughs> it's, it's, they know, yeah, they're not used to it. It's like being taught that deers, the, the, like, like you know, we, you're taught that deer are friendly, peaceful, calm, you know, serene. Right. If one suddenly turns to you and goes, Arr! you're not going to be like, oh, that's a deer. No, you're like, what the fuck was that? It, it's going to scare you. If this is a man, if this is the first time a man's been on this island acting like this as long as these kids have been alive, they're not going to just like, like look, stare at him passively like the teacher is indignantly. They're going to be, they're going to, they're going to react. I don't buy that. I don't buy it. That's sloppy writing. Well, the whole movie is sloppy writing. You know what? You know what's sloppy writing? Dream sequence wake ups. Dream sequence wake ups with with uh, voiceover. <laughs> and dream dream sequence wake ups that then have another wake up. Yeah. Now yeah. that's something right out of um, uh, right out of uh, uh, Raising Cain. Ooh. Or, or you know, any Nightmare on Elm Street film. But the first dream wake up that he has is when he's on. And it's it's the funniest, in, of the first really truly unintentionally hilarious scene in the film. He's on the uh, ferry going to another island, and he sees a little girl on the railing, and then he imagines a truck hitting the girl train. <laughs> on the bow of the ferry. Was it a train? train. train. No, it's, well, it's a truck because the truck hit the car, so it's a truck. What was a train? Why would it be a train? A truck hit the car. I, dude, I don't know, but it just seemed like the. It just seemed like I, it, it was going on forever, like through the the, the screen, the the glass that he was looking at. It, it was a truck. I'm pretty sure it was a truck. Okay. If you got a plane in the background, uh, it should show. We, are, it we already we already passed that part. Yeah, the, the people. It's, I wouldn't say it's a truck. I attempted uh, to forget this film almost for, immediately after watching it. Truck or train. It's not shocking that a, that a train or a truck actually hits this girl on the barge. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then, and then later on, he has a he has a dream, and it has what happens again. Right. They flash back. Right. They flash back to the dream sequence. That doesn't make sense. Um. But you know what? Speaking you of, know what I think of whenever I I watch films like this or we talk about films like this. Uh, and obviously, we're not talking about it in a good way. Raising Cain. No, I, I, I just always in the back of my head. It always, 
always gets in there that somewhere, this is someone's favorite movie. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Somewhere out there. This I, is someone's I, I, favorite film ever. They have a movie I, poster hanging in their house. IMDb. This. IMDb message board. Would anyone hate me if this is one of my favorite films? This, that's, <laughs> there are people out there. Uh, I how, reading how could, it, they, how could they ever admit it? I, you know what? It, it's it, Again, you can like it. You can like it. This doesn't mean it's a good movie. That's all. Oh, yeah. And I, and I actually give credit for someone who comes out like that and says, all right. Does it's like, oh, you're all wrong. It's like, yeah, I like it. That's it. It's like, okay. he's not. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. You know, I'm not a bad movie, but I enjoy it. Great. I enjoy Nicolas Cage in the film just because I like Nicolas Cage. Uh, an- another scene where, where I just like it because it's Nicolas Cage. What, he's on the dock and he has like two repeat night, uh, nightmare dream sequences. And when he wakes up from the second one, he uh, he just screams, "God damn it!" <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking the same thing, man. <laughs> As yeah, a matter of fact, I think that scene just happened. <laughs> I'm almost positive of it. <laughs> and I love when he when he when he dives off the the dock. He doesn't just dive in the water. Because, again, this is him as an actor. It's like, okay, I'm diving off the stock, but I'm trying to get underneath it, behind me, so I'm not going to dive in. So he, like, dives side. He looks like someone threw a cat. He dives sideways <laughs> and turns. So it was just the weirdest dive in the world. But, I, I, again, that's somebody overthinking a role, and I don't criticize him for that. Um, what well, I do he, criticize... He, he knows what a steaming pile of shit this film was. Well, after we read the script, you know, he's taking... We've talked about this before. He's taking roles because he needed the money. Well, here, so he's here's trying... The he's trying to put that little bit extra. If you, you know? go back and read uh, interviews before and after the film, they pulled a Tommy Wiseau. Really? Bef- interviews before the film, Nicolas Cage is saying stuff like... Uh, Oh, you know, when you see this, I don't want you just to be scared. I want you to wake up two weeks later thinking, wow, I can't get that scene out of my head. We're trying to really just terrify people. After the movie, years later, people are asked, interviews are asking about the film, and he says, well, I'm not going to say either way whether it was intentionally funny or not, but just think of this. I'm in a bear costume running after this. So he's playing it as, yeah, it's an inside joke. We knew the movie was funny. You didn't know the movie was funny. (laughs) You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. Don't, you know, liar, liar, and, pants on fire. And for any and uh, comparison, even, even he, uh, the Tommy Wiseau uh, uh, mention uh, that that Scott's talking about is when he made the room, he in, he intended for it to be a real dramatic, uh, romantic uh, film. And when it came out, and it was just six million dollar budget later, it was laughable. He said, "Yeah, it, I meant it to be a comedy." Well, and they cut a second trailer. The first, if you go back, if you go to YouTube and search both trailers, the first trailer is a uh, not uh, was the first trailer not since Tennessee Williams or that the second trailer? That was the, <laughs> the, that was the first trailer. The first trailer is like not since Tennessee Williams drama, you know. And then the next one they put funny macro, background music behind it. When three, when five people get around in a room, anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, we meant to do that. Ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> I did not. I think, I think Tommy Wiseau should do the bees. You see Tommy oh, Wiseau Tommy. as the policeman? That'd be great. You're liars. Oh. You're liars, little ghost. You're all liars. Oh, Tommy, you're my favorite customer. You're the best. 
Hello, oh, doggy. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. Oh, hi. oh, hi, Summer's Isle. How are you doing? Ha. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Summer's Isle, you're tearing me apart. <laughs> Literally. You're bloody me in a wicked man. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to skip back and, and, and attack the film on the writing again. Okay. Uh, this is your field, two. so... Well, well, I mean, it's anybody's field who follows a film, like plot holes, that yeah. kind of thing. Whenever you put something in a film, there's a reason for it. The, the now the the whole ploy of the movie, and 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 as somebody else uh, in some of the news groups I was looking through, like reading other people's opinions, uh, said this movie ripped off Spellbinder, which was the film we were talking about last week, when we, when, or the last episode when I challenged almost my challenge. Yeah, and it's not that they ripped off Spellbinder, it's that almost every single film about witches or warlocks or covens has the exact same plot. You run around like an idiot at the end, they say, ha-ha, we planned the whole thing this way. It's, it's complete bullshit. <laughs> and it and it never works. Uh, the, the ending of the game makes more sense. It's There's no way you could actually do this kind of plot where it's so contrived and at the end they say, oh, well, everything was just planned that way. No, you didn't plan it. That's bullshit. Before they hit the big one, the little one, when he's a cop, he, he's looking at the book rack for this book, uh, the Everything's Okay. And they right. show him packed in, in his bag, Everything's Okay. Then he checks it at, at the inn on the all-women island. Uh, and he comes back later on, and he, he stops one of, the, uh, one of the girls that work at the The one he mule kicks later, he stops her in the tavern. Says, did anybody go through my bags? Because I had a, a, a book here or tapes here and they're gone now somebody went someone somebody went into his bag and stole his self-help tape called everything's okay why <laughs> are the witches or the whatever why do they purposely go into his bag and take out a self-help book was that at, was it detrimental to their plans and you, and you, you never you know can, you can say symbolism all you want. So, you know, everything's okay, but apparently it's not okay. Yeah, that's great. But still, why do they take the book? <laughs> I I get the stupid symbolism, which is symbolism much as a slap in the face. Why would they take the book? Beats the and hell if out they, of me. if they, you know, and, and they can make excuses at the end. What they say is they because oh, and it, it is part of the tradition that we have that the hunter becomes the hunted or the. The, the the hunted le the hunter chases the hunter, and you know we had to contrive everything that, like this. So you came here of your own free will. Says so, okay, when you wrote the when when she writes the letter to Nicholas Cage saying, "Come, uh, my daughter's missing." She could have said, "By the way, it's your kid." You, that would yeah, be yeah. that would be motivational. To say, "Oh, I should go." Instead, she plays vague. So wh why wouldn't you say it's it's your it's your daughter that's on the island? Just instead of saying, "Oh, my kid," because then the cops telling him, "Look, it's not even your kid. Don't worry about it. Some other guys." Don't worry. Which could have been the end of the movie. Yeah, you're right. It's not my kid. What the fuck do I care? I'm gonna go back to my Valium, <laughs> or whatever the hell he was taking. Well, we wouldn't take Valium for depression. That's just the opposite, right? Yeah. And when um, they have the the reveal that it's his daughter, you see it coming a like you see it coming a mile away. You see it, they, but when he gets the letter. You, and you, and they tell you well, that it's an ex. It's like yeah, that's his well, kid. The, well, because because the letter says uh, 
the letter says the, the girl's like this many years old. And when he's talking to his friend, he says, yeah, she left me this many years ago. And they're the same number of years. Right. Hmm. I wonder why that's pot. How, you know, what could that mean? Nick, Nick, Nick. Come on, yeah. Nick. Come on, Nick. The only thing worse than them not telling him up front to try to get him on the island is him not figuring it out till halfway through the film. Well, I think what's it's worse o- is them trying no, to make it a surprise. It, it's almost as bad as the end of um, Devil's Advocate with Keanu Reeves. I know what you are now. Yeah, we all knew since the first fucking fart reel of the film. What? What? what how? Why is this dramatic? Asshole. <laughs> really? You just figured out he's Satan now? Well, We're seeing what yeah. you see, Dick. What? You know? Come on. Um. Uh, uh, Dick. <laughs> Dick. Dick. Um. Yes. At the very end. I'm just looking at pictures of Lily Sobieski. Uh, what? You're not... Who's that? That's the one girl that asks him to take her off the island. Can you please take oh. me with you? <laughs> that was a weird moment, too, because nothing comes of it. Well, not until the end. I mean, it's just... Well, at this, at like... the time of this film, not that she was like this huge star, but... She was pretty well known, and she essentially has a cameo in this. She has literally maybe five minutes of screen time, well, and that, like... that that involves my challenge to you. By the way, it, it's on, it's on theme of okay. uh, of of the I... unexpected cameo. Uh oh, I I I like that scene that you just mentioned. I'm glad you brought it up because again, for his character, I like the idea that uh, he he finds this girl. Say, can you take me with you when you leave? And he doesn't even answer her in this look. And all you can, you can tell what he's thinking is, what the fuck? I don't care about you at all. <laughs> Why? I can't answer you because my answer is no. <laughs> what? Why the hell would I? I, I thought it was it was great. You know, it's like I'm not saving any. I'm trying to find a kid. I'm not saving any of you. Right. <laughs> the fuck? You're all a bunch of bitches. <laughs> At the end of the film, after he dresses up in the bear costume, which is probably the low point of his entire career, <laughs> yeah. um, he uh, yeah, that is so that's so bad when he does that. Like, when they get to the end of the film, there is a big reveal that the mother and daughter that were in the car at the beginning of the film are from the island too, and that they lured them in, lured them to the island. Right now, now. Now, Which you also see coming. Now, yes, but you kind of think to yourself that can't be because follow the logic here. Willow's Willow, Willow yeah. is going to send a letter to the, the boy, the, the guy that she left years ago, and say, uh, again, it's almost like it's, again you can see them plotting. So, All right, here's what we're going to do. Willow, you're going to you're going to mail a letter to this guy and tell him that uh, his daughter's missing and he has to come and find her says, no, 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 I don't like it. I don't think we should mention this as his daughter. Why? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's too direct. Too direct. Okay. We're going to tell him anyway, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why not tell him then and make sure he gets to the island? Uh, well, we won't put a postage stamp on the envelope. That'll definitely pique his curiosity. All right. Uh, okay, so let's get the letter over there. So now we need more. What do you mean? We need more. We, the letter's not going to be enough. It would be if we mentioned it was his daughter. No, 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 no. Here's what we'll do. Uh, Olga and Josephine, they're going to go to America, uh, get a car, unlicensed, pretend to be people that don't exist, 
then they're going to fake their own deaths in a horrible roadside accident. Why? <laughs> well, it'll upset them. How do you know that? Well, roadside accident, who wouldn't that upset? Okay. And in his weakened state of being upset over these people he doesn't know dying, then we send him the letter. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna, how are we going to fake their death? Well, we're going to put them in a car on the side of the road, and then we're going to get another truck to crash into that car. Do we, do we know any truck drivers like that? We'll find something. You'll never hear about it again because no one's going to question the, the truck driver or even mention him after the accident. Don't worry. All right. So then it crashes into the car. This truck's going to hit the car doing like 90 miles an hour and burst it into flames. Now, the women will be okay in the car. How? They just will. Then he'll we'll come to rescue them. Yeah, yeah. They just will. They'll, you know, well, they'll hit the car just right. Then they'll be in the car while still burning. He'll try to rescue the little girl, and just before he can reach her, the car will explode. They won't. They'll escape without any injuries, and he'll be thrown clear from the explosion. He won't be hurt either. How are we going to do that? Oh, no, we'll figure it out. You know, it's uh, and, it's... and 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 we're going to do all of this because. Well, after an experience like that, he'll be more likely to listen to the letter telling him to help rescue a girl he doesn't know. <laughs> this is why yes. this is why there aren't real covens of witches doing this shit because it that's it's it's insane. They're witches are witches, Satanists, coven people, they are very 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 silly people. When what you a, uh when you mentioned his ex's uh his her name is is Willow. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of one of my other favorite lines from the film because every <laughs> every female he meets has. I think I, I don't get to say. It's like he meets a Daisy, he meets a, a Lily, he meets fucking Willow is his ex, and he's finally he's fed up with it, and she goes, "Hi, I'm whatever." He goes, "Another goddamn plant." <laughs> it was Rose the teacher? Was it Rose? Yeah, he goes, "Another I, goddamn see, plant." I, I think I think that that schoolhouse sequence underlines the best and worst of this film in one setup. Right. Nicholas Cage is doing is is acting in a like again it's like he's crafting a real character and not just I, I, I I'm defending his acting. God fuck all of you that are laughing right now because of that. <laughs> um, so you know and it just delivery is like of course another rose like he's just very flippant and dismissive of the whole thing. Little liars and everything. And then, right. but, but again but meanwhile fucking rose. Just ratchet up, it just if she, just ratchet up that like that smarmy smugness, <clears throat> uh, you know that 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 kind of half. He, she has a Sean Hannity grin. That's what it is. Yeah, she's got that Sean Hannity grin. Where it's like, you're an asshole. I'm smarter than all of you, and and fuck you, and and, and you, you just want to punch it off. I, he should have. She's the one that should have gotten punched. How how she got away scot free? Kind of like the 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 grin that uh, Chris Christie's wife just recently had in that photo. Wow, someone. All right, we're not talking politics on the show, but I, w I will say that that I'm not saying anything mean against her, but somebody in his staff needs to give her some lessons on how to contort her face properly when standing behind him during speeches, <laughs> and not yeah. suck your chin in so that you, so all of a sudden you're like Beaker from the Muppets and and don't and don't grimace and smile like you're the the wife from Bob's Burgers. For the love of God, somebody just give her some prepping on how to act in front of a camera because you're not doing her any favors. Right. Besides that. Besides that. I felt yeah. I needed to uh, to bring that up. 
Oh, and then, after we get him to the island, after all that, make sure to steal any self-help motivational tapes he might have on his possession. We don't want him to, you know, get help. We want him yeah. to stay in the state it, that he's in. Oh. <laughs> there were little parts of the film I liked, little touches, but you can just tell in the grand scheme of things, they just it was just sloppily put together. Just... Yeah. Again, the worst detective in the world. First of all, didn't check his gun. Nope. He gets his gun. He's in a dangerous mission. Don't check it to make sure. He did it earlier in the film, but don't check it now to make sure there's still bullets in it. Because that would be silly, especially when when you're going to save someone. Uh, you know, in pretense of them being in danger, definitely mm-hmm. don't check check the gun to make sure it has bullets in it before you go. Because because that would be silly. And never, as a trained never. detective. You shouldn't really you shouldn't really be able to tell whether a gun is empty or not based on the weight of it. I'm I'm assuming there's a slight difference. I don't know. Either way, you know you shouldn't assume. You should just fucking check the gun. But right, yeah, when he first gets on the island, the biggest plot hole in the whole film. When he walks up, there's two men carrying a big gunny sack, and two uh, immediately indignant smarmy bitches, and he's like. What's in the bag? Is it a shark? Hmm. Where the fuck did he get a shark from? A shark. Why would it? I have the first thing in his mind is, is that a shark in the bag? <laughs> What's in your backpack? A dozen weasels? But no, it's books. <laughs> what, what the fuck's wrong with you? And and they never they never reveal what's in that bag. What? Well, yeah, I was mean they should. No, well it, it was something flopping it, around. It, it, it was something, right. But his first guess was, is that a shark? All right. Uh, well, they try and make you think that it's the uh, the guy that flew him in. I, no, I, I thought they were trying to make you think it was like a girl or something. Well, no. What uh, what happens is they, um, they said, uh, how did you get here? And uh, he mentions that it's... And then they no. kind of answer the question for him. Oh, uh, he, you know, whatever. He, What's his face? Flew you in. We'll take care of him, and then. Uh, but he he already flew away before that scene. Oh, is that oh, okay? Yeah, because he flew back later. I say nay, sir. I okay. say nay. Like I said, trying I tried to tried to forget the film immediately after watching it. But you can't forget the fact that the first thing you thought of was, could it be a shark? A shark. What, you got a shark in there. Worst <laughs> detective in the world. The worst. How did it get burned? 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 I don't know. Okay. At the, <laughs> the film should have ended half an hour early. And it should have been him just like swimming away from the island. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I, I, this, this, this. Um, I, I, there's a couple now. There's, uh, all, there was, the film was cut and there was a, an alternate version. Theatrical. What you and I watched uh, was not the original version in theaters. Right. Uh, there was some violence cut out for a rating, and May, a lot of it was mainly uh, the end of the movie. The, right. The, the, the torture that they put them him through with the right, bees breaking the and knees. yeah, yeah. Uh, breaking the knees. Now I read somewhere somebody had said that their favorite line was that when they broke his knees, he, they broke the one leg, and he said, "Oh my leg." And then he breaks the other one. He says, oh, my other leg. I cannot find any 
<laughs> I can't find any proof that that exists because I have not. It was it wasn't in my version of the film, and I was not. I did. I searched everywhere. And I could not find a version of the film that had that line. Now, if that was in there, I'd believe they were trying to make the film funny. But I think that was just somebody that was stoned when watching it, and they they, they confused what their friends were saying. But uh, there's an alternate ending that was in the uh, if I'm if I'm correct was in the theatrical version, but they took it off for the DVD release. Okay. And that was at the end after they kill him, they show two girls, two women from the island, uh, cruising bars in New York, uh, trying to find guys to impregnate them for their next uh, ritual. And that's uh, I have that version, and that is oh, you based do? Off, that is based off my challenge to you. Oh, okay. All right. So, did in your version did, did he say, "Oh, my leg. Oh, my other leg." Uh, I can cue. I can cue. That's not what I'm showing in the background, but I can cue up that version and see if. Uh, see I, if I that's just don't, the case. I don't, I don't believe that exists because I can't find. I, if that, that's the only other version that it could be on is the one you have. Let, 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 but, let me cue uh, that up real quick. All right. And I mean, uh, I, mean I mean, other yeah, than that, why I mean, the hell not? Again, I I defend every scene where he punches or hits a woman. Uh, or kicks. I, I thought, when he mule kicked, what's her name? That was awesome. That was. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. And, and he, again, I, I think those are the parts of the film that rang true. Uh, and when he when he first clocks the uh, the bar barkeep, uh, he's just like just like a drowned cat, just just been fucked six way six ways. Everybody's just been screwing him over and fucking with him, and, and it's just like that. He hits that line where you know what? I've had enough. I'm uh, and. It's almost like they push the whole idea is he's supposed to be the the bad guy. And it, this is where it doesn't work because if you in the original film, it's supposed to be that he's pushed because he he's not uh, he's you know trying to be so formal that he just lets them push him. In this film, in the remake, they could do everything possible to push him to the point where he abuses his authority. But at that point, you want him to go vigilante anyway because they've been so they've been so. Uh, Ham-fisted would would just just tormenting him every chance they could get. So oh yeah, shit. You know what my 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 DVD copy? It's uh -huh. not it's not here. It's in the it's in the car. Well, you check it later. And we'll, we'll we'll confirm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, again, I I still defend some of his performances in the film, but overall a bad movie, and. Uh, <sighs> When he's going through the house, banging on the doors for Summer's Isle, and he finds right. like the, the guy, it, it was almost like they were ripping, trying to copy the, the scene from The Shining at the end, where she's running through the hotel. Yeah, it seems that way. It was like, oh, guy covered in boils. Oh, woman covered in bees. Oh, yeah, it's just... And again, can't even do a thorough search of the house. It's like he's not kicking open doors. It's like, this door's not open. I'm going to keep walking and screaming her name. It's, dude, dude, you're already, you know. <laughs> like, what's what's going on here? Yeah. Now, I have uh, what I have. I have the, the end of the film. Uh, I actually just grabbed that real quick. It's three and a half minutes. It could have, it's the whole end uh, of them do? torturing him. Uh, it might have that in it. No, it doesn't. If it's off YouTube, I already checked. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I typed in my leg, my other leg, and this came up. I tried. You can try it, but I, I, I tried that and, and I didn't uh, 
give it a shot. We'll see. All right, all right. Let's. If not, it's still just wonderfully light entertainment. Oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. No, this is already past the part of where they they broke his legs. Yeah. Sorry for wasting everyone's time. <laughs> We're used to it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> we wow. already wasted our time with this. It, it took me in 2006. It only took me. It only took us like 12 years, six years to get to it. Six or seven years to get around right. to watching it. It took yeah. It took a real long time. Yeah, I, I mean, I just couldn't. It was, it, I, I, you know, I really just kept putting it off, putting it off. Still haven't watched Ghost Rider. I haven't watched it yet either. I have both of them. I haven't watched either. Oh of them. God, you have both. I can't bring myself to watch them. I was like, I got them. Okay, I'm gonna watch these. I have to watch these. It's, it's you know, but I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it, man. Oh. All right, here's another one. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, is this gonna be like in German? I saw this hey. one, it's dubbed over. It's a school project. Oh, I've already it? done the search. You yeah, yeah. Is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If Sorry you, for you wasting everyone's time again. Yeah. If you uh, see what I tell you, I, I did my research. No, uh, no, on YouTube, when you, if you bring that one up, the, this guy's uh, project for film class was to scrub the audio track of a scene from a film and do all the audio himself, the, the music and the voices yeah, and stuff, and match it up. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I mean, for a final project, I, I, I good grades and, and a good choice. I, I like a film student that t says that's what I'm going to, you know, yeah. do my end project on. I. Uh, I'll get my copy later and I'll and I'll I'll pop right. it in the, the the old player and and because in the copy that I have or because I watched I have both I have a theatrical cut and I have the one with the alternate ending uh, they the one the one that I have with the end scene which is um, I'm basing your challenge off of um, they show or they don't show any of the torture it's all voiced over you hear it happening. Right, that was a theatrical version. Correct. You don't actually see it, and I'm uh -huh. getting the feeling that that probably is. Oh, my leg! Oh, my other leg! All right, well, <laughs> that, that I that I need to hear because uh, yeah. So, yeah. when we're done, you know, tonight I'll go get it and I'll I'll see. All <laughs> right, oh, my leg! Ah, oh, my mean, other did, leg! Did I uh, miss anything as far as just like criticizing the major points of the film? Nah. No way. Oh, oh, but we mentioned the the, the plane guy that, that brings them in. They kill him, yeah. and they sink the plane, and they 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 gouge out his eyes and cut off his hands. The stick sticks were his, his uh, into his wrists, which I I guess it's a pagan ritual. And uh, if this is this if this is their only lifeline to the island for as far as supplies, and they don't have any phones on the island, again, if they're con if they have another way to contact people, uh. That would have been a good way to contact them first. And why would they even do anything like that? Because he was only doing what they wanted him to do. They I, wanted him on the island, obviously. 
Yeah, they punished him for for following through with their plans. I so I guess that makes perfect sense. And a plane showing coming up missing and a guy dying and coming up missing who must do regular uh, deliveries to other islands as well. I'm sure that won't draw the uh, attention of any authorities. And again, speaking of the worst detective in the world, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna take my sick leave and go to this island and investigate a missing girl. Uh, but the, the the one person I told about it and and said I might do it. I'm not going to tell him I actually went, and I'm going to wait till right. I'm on the island with no reception to keep trying to call him to say, "Oh, by the way, I'm here." <laughs> For that alone, he deserves to die. Sure, why not? Yeah, no, don't leave any evidence of where you've gone. Just, just hop out of a boat and then walk up to a guy and say, "Ahoy." <laughs> Maybe I should make a phone <sighs> call before I get on that plane. Okay. I'm a yeah. I'm a 20 minute flight away. This is where I docked from. No. I mean, maybe Actually, if this film was was, you know, if the same exact setting, well, the original. It makes sense in the original. But you didn't have anything in the 70s, or the 80s, or most of the 90s for that matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you had. Beepers. That was as good as it got till about fifteen right. years ago. Yeah. Again, the reason the original still is respected and works is because it was attacking themes, uh, religious themes of uh, and, and and origins and ritual and uh, you know cultures, differences of cultures, and all of that was at play. And they got rid of a lot of that in this film, probably because they didn't want think they could get away with it in the, the current climate. Uh, and it was a bad call because why would that was the strongest part of the original film, right? Removing that, all you've got is Nicolas Cage punching women, which I think they should do a film of just that with a different storyline, and I'd be all in for it. <laughs> I'd see that. Sci-fi, make it the future, like like where where men are. You know, I don't know. I, that doesn't work either. But the future, yeah, the future, the future. All right. Is that a future shark? It's a future shark. Now, do we want to go ahead and rate now, this? And and I have, I want to formally apologize for not having the time uh, to make a movie sucktastic opening with clips from the film because if any film has clips that fit perfectly into the opening song, this movie does. <laughs> Can always be done and, at another time. Yeah, I might I might do it afterwards just for the hell of it. But God damn it, I was pissed I didn't have that for tonight. But yeah, we should rate this this uh, this wonderful wonderful movie. Now it's rated uh, three three point six currently on IMDb. And, and if uh, you look at the votes, which we should I shouldn't have done. I'm sorry. I'll go back. Uh, what, now it's at three point six. What would you want to give this? Three is fine. I, I think three is it's maybe two, but twenty four percent twenty four percent of the vote is a one. That is a large percentage. <laughs> Over ten thousand votes. Were it's a sliding a one scale. Star. It's, like, it's practically literally ten is the least, one is the most, and it's like just a, a, a ever increasing scale to the worst. It, it's a fucking cliff. <laughs> it's, it's it's you're right. It's it's just a, a fucking cliff. That's all it is. It just goes straight down after. Uh, yeah. It's surprisingly it got sixteen hundred and thirty three tens, which in the more I look at it, the more I think that it, it was given a 10 as a joke. 
Uh huh. You know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna be fun. I'm gonna be the funny guy. I'm gonna give this movie a ten. It's like, are you? Um, we, we didn't talk at all about the writer director and, uh, I think it's a good, I think that's a good idea. I don't think we should talk about the writer director. He hasn't done jack shit. Uh, no. This movie was supposed to be his big break. $40 million budget. Uh, you know, $40 million budget and, uh, money wise, I have the wiki here. Money wise, it did. What? It made $38 million? <laughs> How the fuck did Halloween that happen? Release? Halloween release? August. Labor Day. August? Labor Day? Yeah. Wow. $38 It was, was uh, over its entire run. That's probably um, domestic as, as well as foreign. Oh, I wouldn't then, be surprised. Then, I wouldn't be surprised sure. if it got made most of its money in the foreign market. Yeah, if that's domestic and foreign, that makes sense to me. I can't see that being just domestic. Let's find out. Forty million with a forty million dollar, thirty-eight million with a forty million dollar, forty million dollar budget. I'm not talking, you know, sequel. Yeah, that's that's like, but that's not that bad. Well, that that's that's worthy for a sequel. All they have to make do is make back eighty percent of the budget, and they they flag it for a sequel. Um, it actually made more domestically than foreign. It made $23 million here in the U.S. with a $9.6 million opening weekend. And I, I have the release date of September 1st. Okay, I think it had a, a midnight showing on August 31st because the trailer that I showed to open the film uh, said in theaters everywhere, everywhere August 31st. It must have been a midnight showing or something yeah. like that. And uh, it, it released it, yeah. on... 2,784 theaters and it was the number three film that weekend. Well, that's where they made most of their money. <laughs> and then yeah. word of mouth killed it. And yeah. then 15 million foreign. The, uh... Here you go. You want, you want, to, you want to do a quick top ten for September 2006? Uh, no, we won't. Uh, the, the top five... Starting at five was The Illusionist, Little Miss Sunshine, The Wicker Man opened that weekend with nine point six million, Crank opened that weekend ah. with ten point four million, and Invincible twelve point one million. Hmm. I guarantee the reason it did so well that opening weekend was that this was like two years after National Treasure just opened, and and. Uh, and before, uh, just before Wicker Man, go back, you know, ignore like the Ant Bully, uh, the Weatherman got a lot of respect as a film. Lord of the War uh, didn't do that well, I think, but wasn't really a bad movie. National Treasure, apparently, America loved National Treasure. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I still, I still don't get National Treasure. It, How it's each, like an Indiana Jones film. That's what it is. It's, it's, each that's film, what it is. Uh, you know, was in uh, the upwards of around two hundred million uh, domestic alone. National, I understand National Treasure 100%. All the people that hated uh, the Da Vinci Code, it was like, look, here's the Da Vinci Code, but not with that foreign shit. America. America. <laughs> like, yeah. Da We're going to hide shit. America. We're going to hide shit in the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Even before that, Matchstick Men, that was got a lot of positive reviews. I liked Matchstick Men. I did too. Uh, adaptation. Weatherman. I like the Weatherman. Yeah. 
I mean, that was uh, before Gore Verbinski. Yeah, he, it was in between projects, I believe, from The Ring and Pirates. He did The Weatherman. I mean, well, Nicolas Cage does this really up and down thing with his career because we just talked about a lot of great movies going back through 2002, 2000. But then you start hitting 2000, uh, or hit, once you hit 2002, at, before adaptation, you've got Wind Talkers, Ooh. The Family Man. Uh, gone in 60 seconds. Which I liked. I liked The Family Man. Uh, really? Well, you know okay. what it is? I'm a sucker for films based in New Jersey. Nic- Nicolas Cage's whole career is, is, is 50% shit and 50% brilliance. And the problem is no one can agree on which ones are brilliant or not. Right. I, st- like, I still Like Wild at Heart, them. you will get people that will tell you that it's an absolute brilliant film. And for it performance, it, which it is... But then you'll get people that'll say, "I didn't get it" because it's a David Lynch film, and they'll right. think they'll think the, the performance in the film are shit. Vampire's Kiss—that's another one. I to this day, sure. I love that movie. I think it's one of his best films. A lot of people will knock, knock it just because of the accent he uses in the film, right? Which I and, thought was brilliant. And uh, Vampire's Kiss—that cockroach said, scene, yeah, where he—I'm elaborating on it—the cockroach oh. scene where he eats, <laughs> yes. He did that. He ate a co- he ate two cockroaches. He did right. that twice. Th- that film was That's actually flagged by the ASPCA because of that. That's fucking insane. The fact that he even did it once is insane. The fact that he did it twice because he's that kind of an actor says we got to get it right. Mm-hmm. He did it twice. No you know what? I need way. more Nicolas Cage films in my collection. I think I'm going to be getting some Nicolas Cage films over the next couple weeks. I have a few. I have a few too, but I don't have enough. I, I don't have. I mean, I've got The Rock, I've got Con Air, but I don't have Amos and Andrew or Red Rock West. I need those. I fucking love Amos and Andrew. That's the one it with was, Tom Hulse, right? Uh, and Samuel Jackson. Right, and Tom yeah. Hulse played almost like the the Rain Man ish brother. Uh huh. Right? Is that the one? Wait, what? Tom no, you're Hulse, thinking of... Tom Hulse plays Nicolas Cage's brother? Oh, no, Amos and Andy. Okay, oh. Samuel L. Jack. I gotcha. I gotcha. What Never are you mind. thinking of? You thinking Trapped in Paradise? No, I'm thinking of another film. That was, I believe, Ray Liotta and Tom Hulse. Tom Hulse was like a simple-minded uh, brother. And for whatever reason, I was thinking Nicolas Cage was that uh, the, the older brother in that. Never mind. Okay, all right. We're moving on. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like Guarding Tess. Sorry. I liked it. That's it. My favorite line from Guarding Tess is when he's at the house watching Shirley MacLaine, and there, all this action is going on on the television where he's like, he's like, we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be here babysitting. We should be there in the middle of the action. And they're all looking at him like, no, I like it right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't want to be there. I want to be here. <laughs> Guarding a seventy-year-old lady. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and he's the only one. Like, fuck. What's wrong with all of you? <laughs> so, what do you say? Three. Three. Three stars. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yep. I got us on a tangent there. That was my fault. That's okay. All right. So, so what, what do you what are you challenging me with, sir? Since we all put right. the uh, the nail in the coffin of this this uh, wicker man. Now, again, I'm going on theme. And what I'm going on at the end of the theatrical release shows the two girls from the village or from the island going out into uh, suburbia, 
you know, in, into the city to go try and find two men to impregnate them so that they have this uh, ritual later on down the line that they have a backup. And for the the ritual, you mean the ritual for the uh, bad crop that they didn't know they were going to have back then, but they prepared for anyway. Yes, as right. a just in case, right? Yes. So anyway, there's a cameo by James Franco at the end of the film, and it's one of those cameos where you're like, "What the fuck is he doing in here?" It's not like James Franco wasn't famous. Where it's just, oh, okay, that's the beginning of his career, he did this. It's like, no, the film was made in 2006. James Franco was well uh, into making you know, super monster blockbuster films like Spider-Man. He didn't need to be in The Wicker Man, especially as in a cameo. So it's one of those, it's like, what the fuck is he doing in this? Why, why am I looking at a James Franco cameo? And so I started thinking... I started thinking... Always a bad sign. Yeah. There, what other films where they had cameos of actors where it's like, what the hell is this guy doing in here? And the best one I could think of where it's... Because a lot of the times it's usually good films where they throw in those cameos. It's Muppet like, movie. What? Muppet movie. You're uh, challenging me the a, Muppet movie. It's not a Muppet movie. Damn it. Yeah, that would be too much fun. Um, the... F and I don't know if you'll get the film, but it stars John. It stars John Travolta. Okay, and the cameo is made by the director of the film. Okay, which I had no idea he was the director of the film until today when I looked it up to say I want to challenge you to this movie. All right, and I was like, so holy was shit, this I is the director. I'm gonna name three John Travolta films and try to guess. Okay, go for it. Blowout. No. Damn it. Actually, actually, been thinking about going back and rewatching that. That would have been a good excuse. Um, uh, the experts. No. Damn. I love the dance sequence in that film. <laughs> where she sticks her uh, hand down his pants. <laughs> and, and, and other. Well, I like the part where which became uh, his future wife. That was uh, what's her face. Mm -hmm. I like the part where he's crawling, crawling after her across the floor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say hey! I used to dance in movies all the time. It's burned in my in my head. I can still I can um, still dance. It's, it's Sandy. All right, old is it old John Travolta or new John Travolta? Uh, it's old John Travolta. Oh, all right. So it's not it's not. Um, so that means it's not. Uh, Battlefield Earth. Um, no. Old John Travolta. Uh, let's say perfect. No. Damn. All right. What is it? The film. Is the sequel to no. Saturday Night Fever? No. Oh, oh, okay. Staying first, alive. For, all right, for a split second, I thought you were going to say the sequel to Look Who's Talking. I was like, you no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, the abysmal Staying Alive. Now, the reason why this is important is because the director makes a cameo in the film, and I always knew that he was in this film i just didn't know that he was also the director so when i looked it up uh, as your challenge the cameo is sylvester stallone and i never knew that sylvester stallone directed the fucking sequel to saturday night fever wrote and directed 
what the fuck? I had ne- I never knew that till today. Hmm. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, it it kind of makes sense because uh, it I'm just I, I'm I'm cheating right now, obviously. But he he won he won the Oscar for writing Rocky, correct? Yeah. Uh, so after that, I mean, he didn't he did nothing really uh, memorable and. Un- Except like Rocky two, Rocky three, and then after then he did First Blood. Did First Blood, yep. Which he also wrote. Uh, so at that point, he's still what? writing all these films. I mean, he wrote Rocky two, he wrote Rocky three, he wrote you know. So I, I guess it's just a matter of okay, he's he's still in screenwriter mode, and uh, I guess he was hot. I mean, First Blood did so well, he was hot at that point. So, so they the let him write Rhinestone. Him. Rhinestone, God. They, they let, they they let him write rhinestone. That's all I'm gonna say. Man, you could challenge me to that easily. Well, I mean, he's one of the screenwriters. He probably co-wrote it. I I, uh, I, I remembered, and I haven't seen rhinestone since I was a little kid. I, I, think I remembered. Did, like, I remembered in, enjoying rhinestone. Yeah, I remember enjoying the commercial. I remember enjoying the commercial to rhinestone. Then watching rhinestone is like this isn't as funny as the commercial. <laughs> I call that the, the uh, Stroker Ace syndrome. Stroker Ace. <laughs> That's right. Got to sink in. Right. You know what I'm talking about. Stroker Ace. Burt Reynolds, Stroker Ace. Is that stick? You've seen what? What are we talking about? Heat or stick? No, Stroker Ace, the movie Stroker Ace. I, I no, Bert. that's not that's not ringing a bell at all. You've never seen Stroker Ace. Or is it Stoker so. Ace? I think it's Stroker Ace. It could be called Stick It in My Ace. I've never seen <laughs> this movie. <laughs> it, it was. It was. Uh, you really. All right. Hang on a second. I mean, I might have seen the film, but the name doesn't ring a bell at all. It's Stroker Ace. Burt Reynolds and Ned Beatty and uh, uh, what's her name too? Uh, Lonnie. Uh, Lonnie Anderson. She's in it as Lonnie well. That, yeah, he plays. The, he plays a NASCAR racer. I'm or oh, maybe I saw NASCAR. this. Yeah, that was one of my first major disappointments as a child. <laughs> uh, I, re- I remember watching the seeing the trailer. I was like, "Wow, this looks great!" And then watching the movie, and like, uh, "This isn't what the trailer." T- I don't remember. So in my head, forever. Wait a minute. Is is this the film where he's he's, he's married to Lonnie Anderson, and she ends up leaving him, and he. Uh, drives away real fast in a car or some shit like that. What? That was I'm real trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember... No, it was in a film that I saw this. I'm trying to remember this, a scene that I think might be from this movie. I don't think there's a part where he leaves or she drives off real fast. I could be wrong, but I mean, that that's... I think that happens in a lot of stuff. Like like it's in front of their house or something. I might have seen this. Okay. I, I might have, and yeah, the name... Doesn't yeah. ring a bell at all. Maybe if I if watch you, it, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I saw this." Yeah, if you haven't, you 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 need to. That's like that having seen Six Pack with uh, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen that either. How did you grow up? If you've seen Bugsy Malone, you have to have seen Six Pack. Well, you know what? I probably have. I just don't recognize the name for some reason. Don't don't. That's, just, that's the first thing they go. You gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know when first to show the, them. first the first the memory, then the knees. That's that's how it goes. First, the, the knees are already gone. <laughs> oh, then, then then how do you remember? I don't. Hey. All right, so yeah. that's your movie challenge. 
staying and alive. And, and since since Stallone could be a pick for uh, your follow up challenge, yeah. Oh my! <laughs> oh, you got a smorgasbord of of, of choices. I, I have three words for you. I see you. Oh no! <laughs> we 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 watched that together. We did. And I don't I, think that I, went. I, did that go theatrical? I thought it was supposed to, and it didn't. Uh, so does that does that become a, a legitimate challenge? It, it, it went theatrical. Uh, let me see. Do do do. January. Uh, no, it, it was overseas. It, it went theatrical, just not in America. It did go theatrical. I think it's got to go theatrical in America for us to challenge it to each we, other. We, we never specified America. Um, uh, I thought we did, dude. No, anything oh, goes theatrical go. limited, somewhere. Limited, limited release, U.S. Then it's then it's fine. That's fine. Uh, originally called yeah. Detox. I mean, between that, Judge Dredd, Demolition Man, Cliffhanger, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, I'll stop. I can keep going. Hmm. <laughs> even the ones I like, we can make fun of. Even even like Cobra, uh, Over the Top. We did we we did Over the Top, didn't we? Um, we did Over the Top. No, yeah, we, we did Over the Top. No, we haven't. We yes, haven't we reviewed it. We, it's yes, not we did. one of I could have no. sw- sworn we did Over the Top. No, we never reviewed All right, if, it. If, if we haven't done over the top, then I got a spoiler alert for you. Because <laughs> I can't believe we haven't done over the top. I, I, I turn my hat this way. It's just like ch- changing a gear. <laughs> oh, really, Sly? Okay. I don't know who I would feel worse for that film. Uh, Sylvester Stallone or Ben Gazzara? Uh, not Ben Gazzara. <laughs> That's not Ben Gazzara in that? No, it's... Uh, I'm thinking oh. of... Um, Roadhouse. Right? I'm thinking of Roadhouse. But I'm thinking of Roadhouse. It's not Ben Gazzara. It's the same it, it, no, it's what's his face? It's Robert Loja. Ro- Ro- that's right, Robert Loja. Robert Loja and Ben Gazzara, honestly. Robert Loja. You can you can swap those two. You really can. They're interchangeable. Yeah. If you but, challenge okay, so. me to that, I already have my challenge to you. <laughs> It's, All right, so but but I, I could I that. could tell you already it's not going to be easy getting our hands on. Oh, well, see, you can't do that to me because now I have to challenge that to you. I don't it's, know. I'll, I'll have to take it, a look it, around. It's going to be know, really hard getting our hands on this film. I'm I'm sure there's a lot, a lot I could challenge you based on staying alive. And I I will admit now I've never seen staying alive. Ever. I've seen the ending of staying alive. I just finally watched uh, um, 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 uh. Urban Cowboy. I couldn't think of the. I remember the cowboy part. I in my mind, I'm like drugstore, uh, dime store, drugstore, uh, <laughs> uh, rhinestone. So no, it's not one of those. Uh, like, no, I, Urban I've cowboy. seen I, I've seen Urban Cowboy more times than I like to admit. Let's put it that way. I, I saw like parts of it as a kid to understand it. I finally saw it last year in its entirety, and. Uh, uh, so I, I've yeah. never seen the uh, the Saturday Night Fever all the way through. I've seen that more times than I want to admit. I've, not I've because I enjoy not because I enjoy these films, by the way, just because uh, they're on. There's nothing yeah. else on, and it's just kind of sitting there in the background. Okay, there's and, always something else on. Well, all right. Well, no, no, no. I, I'm either on the computer. I could care less what's on in the background. Usually, there's my my wife is watching these films, and there's I just always something else on. Yes. Well, I'm usually on my tablet or on the laptop. Oh, 
I'm thrilled, uh, though, because I've never seen this. So it's a, it's a fresh one for me. It's not something I have to go back and revisit. I'm going right in. Uh, cool. cool. Thank you. Okay. No problem. Anything Let's else? Let's in the show. No, that's it. All right. Let's wrap we, up. We, we gone way too long. Sorry. All right. Thank you for joining us for episode 125 of Movie Sucktastic. Please visit our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download our episodes there. Watch them there. Or you can uh, send us email from the site at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can go to iTunes and you can download all our episodes there as well. You can leave us reviews. You can go to our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can also go to our Tumblr and that's uh, moviesucktastic.tumblr.com and uh, is, that, is that it? Sure, we need the, we, we, we need we need to bookend this shit. I, I'm so I'm I, so tired of this. We're, we're done. <laughs> next 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 we'll have pre-recorded next week. I promise. No, we won't. <laughs> no, we will. No, we will. How much you want to bet? Uh, I'll make it substantial because it's Uh-oh. a guaranteed win. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just being mean. You could owe me the money this weekend. Wow. Wow. All right, everybody. You got any wisdom or anything? Any anything for uh, the good folks out uh, there? Uh, no, I'm blank. Step away from the bike, ladies and gentlemen. Step away from the bike. God <laughs> damn it! All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.